0: Yeah, Wicked One, Los Crosis Kings, (laughs) ha ha, come on! Time, but then it's more than the game yeah it's my time i'm steady moving the chains we the kings baby but yo we rolling strolling ain't nobody gonna take the throne that i'm Then uh-huh. i'll be bringing the boom in the southwest sun or we can do it at night but there's no way you could run i'm breaking bones like the music busting them amps when i hit the ends oh uh, yeah so what's up familia how y'all doing out there it's your boy Gabriel Garcia aka the wicked one as those of you who know me personally i know my is my stage name um hope y'all are doing good out there on this weekend it's a beautiful sunday outside warm you can hear my ac going here in the studio Uh, i'll have to work that out but um you know been doing music for over 20 years those of you who know me a long time know this i'm about to try to you know dip my toe in the waters of the podcast world and see if i have a little bit of luck with it you know and hopefully i do to those of you that i've sent this out to um Uh, Really, it's because I trust your opinions, um, good or bad. And I would love the feedback and see what y'all think, man. You know, disregarding the topic and whether you disagree or whatever. But let's just, we'll jump right into it and uh, see how I do a little bit. Um, Now, as a little bit of background on me, some of you that have known me a long time or or for those that don't, I've I've been, man, a football fan for a long time played football in high school been a football fan since I was a kid and I'm a hardcore Dallas Cowboys fan as most of you know been a Dallas Cowboys fan for as long as I can remember and I attribute that to Sundays you know when I was a kid my brothers would watch football and Cowboys were always on you know and and so it was it became something that I really really loved and I don't know I'm, I'm very passionate about football and sports in general and I'm very, very passionate about the Dallas Cowboys, you know. And I, I think that uh, sports is great uh, for us, especially you know with the state of the world today. You know, it's a great distraction. It gives us an emotional outlet for those who who can follow the games and 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 just support a team. It, you know, it, it's it's fun, man. It's awesome. And I love talking about it, obviously. So let's jump right into it now. Uh, I'm I'm getting ready to. Uh, jump into a topic that is very very highly debated okay it's highly debated and uh i'm gonna try to give you some of my reasons and shoot down some others that counter my view so what i'm gonna talk about today is um the topic of the greatest running back of all time in nfl history okay so there's four guys that you can put in that conversation with a, really the strongest argument. Uh, number one is Jim Brown. Number two would be Walter Payton, Sweetness, Barry Sanders. And then there's my boy, number 22, Emmett Smith, who is my all-time favorite player. Uh, I was Everson Walls when I was growing up, up until Emmett came along, started following his career, through my teenage years, watched the Super Bowls, watched all the accolades, watched all the statistics rack up in his career. And um, I think what I loved most about this guy was not just his toughness, but his uh, his leadership. His leadership was, was awesome. It was always talked about on the team. Um, so that, I mean, okay, I, I got a little bit of bias there because I am a Dallas Cowboys fan, and he is my all-time favorite player. Uh, But that's why I go to bat even more for this dude. You know what I mean? So I'm going to give you all some of the reasons. Well, first, we're going to list his accolades. Okay. Uh, We're going to start with the obvious, of course, three-time Super Bowl champion. Um, I believe he's a six-time All-Pro. He made the Pro Bowl eight times. uh, Won the rushing title four times. Now, three of those rushing titles were before Larry Allen was even starting on this team who I consider to be arguably the greatest offensive lineman of all time. So we'll we'll get back to the O-line thing later, but I just had to point that out that, you know, by the time Larry Allen came in, Emmitt Smith had already established himself as an elite and premier running back. So just had to make that clear. He's also a member of the All-Decade team, uh, just like Barry is, so I'm not going to try to diminish what Barry has done. Uh, But Emmitt Smith is also a member of the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor which is also a coveted spot. Now, one record that he has that I really think um, stands out that a lot of people don't like to acknowledge, unless you're a Cowboys fan and you know this, is 11 straight 1,000-yard seasons. It's an NFL record that still has not been touched since he did it. Um, Barry did have 10 in a row, uh, but he walked away from the game. Would he have broken it? We don't know. Maybe. Would you have tied it? Possibly. But the thing about speculation is everything is what if. You know, there's no facts to it, it's an opinion. There's no, no, you know, statistic there to show you that it was done. So that's all just kind of speculation, which doesn't, should not matter to me when you're talking facts in a debate. So um, another record, as I keep going, that Emmett Smith does have a lot of people don't realize is he also has the the record for all-time rushing touchdowns in NFL history with 164 now that is actually second all-time by any player at any position in NFL history only to Jerry Rice so that's some damn good company to be in you know what I'm saying and now I'm going to give you the big one the big record you know the, the coveted record arguably the most coveted record, individual record in NFL history, outside of possibly the the passing yards record, the rushing record, eighteen thousand three hundred and fifty five yards. That's a record for most positive rushing yards in NFL history. A record that he uh, he surpassed the great Walter Payton with. And uh, if I be- if I if I remember right, I believe they were friends, um, pretty close. And uh, Emmitt Smith was was very honored. Uh, that Walter Payton, before he passed had said that Emmett would be uh you know he he would he would be honored for Emmett to to take that mantle take that record, so they had a great relationship um but so that 's what I got for you right there, and that that 's not including you know his collegiate stuff or or some of his other minor records but um when you want to talk about barry sanders um he 's got his records too. You know, he's got his collegiate records. He's got his NFL records. I believe he still holds the record for the, uh, you know, retiring with the highest um, rushing yards per game average, which I believe is just under 100, a little around 99 and a half. I could be off, you know, a little bit, but it's very impressive. Um, and, I, you know, the one thing that I really <laughs> – I got to shoot down real quick is the one myth of the offensive line that everybody likes to throw at me also when the Emmett Smith conversation comes up. Oh, he had that great offensive line. If Barry would have had that line, man, don't give me that. First of all, there were two different style of runners. Okay, Emmett Smith really made his offensive line better because, because he executed so well. And they, they were so good, They're that offensive line, excuse me. They were so good because of the fact they played as a team. You know they played as a a unit. They they had chemistry, and Emmett Smith. They were really well built to do what Emmett did well, which was use his vision. You know, find the seams, hit hit the areas he was supposed to, and execute the play. And the thing that Emmett also did well was he would truck you, but once he got into that second level, you know he had the ability to really just make your DBs miss. They would tackle air, at times. You know, one minute he was there, the next second he was gone and that's how he would break his plays. But Emmitt was a grinder, man. I mean, Emmitt was that typical running running back. In between the tackles, he's going to get you that 4 yards of carry. You know, and he's he's just going to grind away and wear these guys down. Whereas Barry Sanders, Barry was a whole different other beast. It was different. He he ran side to side, a lot a lot of uh sideline running. Um he had that speed, that quickness. Now, one thing that Barry did do was he lost a lot of yards because of his running style. He still owns the record for most negative rushing yards in NFL history, which is uh, a little over 1,100. It's just oh, just over 1,100, which if you think about that, man, that's a pretty good season if it was in a positive light for a running back to get over 1,100 yards in a season. But he got him negative for his career, and that is a record that a lot of these people that throw Barry at me don't like to acknowledge. Now, he did so much great things in his career that it doesn't really completely diminish everything he did. But you have to take note of it when you're talking about greatness, and that's that's not a record to be proud of. Okay, so when you talk about the offensive line, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. Everybody listening right now, if you know the game, you cannot. We'll we'll, we'll take 1990 through when Emmitt was drafted, which he also got Rookie of the Year that year, by the way. Um, We'll say through '94. Because you know that was just after his—he was a year removed from his MVP year. So by that time, he had already established himself in just a few years as an elite running back, as the premier running back. Okay, so he had also already—he had won two rushing titles. The third one was coming, um, and he got those three rushing titles before Larry Allen came along. And that's important because a lot of y'all don't realize Larry Allen wasn't there during that time. He was drafted, but he hadn't been starting up until about 95. Okay, so by the time Larry Allen came along, Emmett had already established himself as an elite running back. Okay, so we'll come back to the offensive line with Larry Allen um, a little bit, in a little bit, because I, what I want to say is none of y'all can name a Hall of Famer that was on that offensive line blocking for Emmett from 1990 through 94, okay, which is when he really established himself as a great as one of the greats, going to be one of the greats. Uh, None of y'all can do it. I guarantee you none of y'all can do it. Because the fact is, nobody on that line is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, they had some good offensive linemen. I mean, you're talking Eric Williams, talking Nate Newton. You know, they had those guys. But they, uh, you couldn't really tell me that any of them are in the Hall of Fame because they're not. So you want to try and diminish this guy who is in the Hall of Fame who owns arguably the most, if not one of the most coveted individual records in history, who has that long list of accomplishments and accolades that I just gave you, which are facts, by the way. And y'all try to diminish it by giving all that credit to an offensive line that doesn't have one Hall of Famer. Not one. Oh, they had some Pro Bowl players. They did. But during that time up to 94, not one of them had gone all pro. Not yet. So what y'all try to tell me, and, and think about L you know, eleven straight thousand yard seasons, y'all try to tell me that Emmett was only great during that time because of that line. And yet eleven straight thousand yard seasons with only four to five seasons of that, that's less than half of his career. That's less than half of that record, should I say. Less than half of that. Okay, so he along came Larry Allen. You know, right when they had just came off a Super Bowl, he comes on as a starter. And that's when the team started to dip because Jimmy Johnson had been gone. And that's one thing. Jimmy was a big Emmett guy, but he also said that Emmett wouldn't last very long because he said, I'm going to run this guy into the ground. He's going to be my workhorse. And even uh, Jimmy later on in his career, he talked about how impressed he was by Emmett's career, his longevity, because he did not think he was going to last that long. So that 11 straight 1,000-yard seasons, the more you think about it, starts to look more and more impressive. Running behind that offensive line argument, so I shoot that one down. I just took that one out by by facts right there. Okay, so now we're going to look at Barry. Everybody wants to say if Barry had a good offensive line like that. Well, first of all, Barry wasn't built for an offensive line like that. His running style was just too different. It's not the kind of, um, you know, running style that that they that they succeeded with in Dallas because Emmitt was that between the tackles runner who would execute the play. He knew which holes to look for, he knew which blockers were going to try to set. He knew the techniques, everything. Whereas Barry Barry was kind of like I like to say Barry was you know what later on was Troy, Troy Paulomalo at safety, that was Barry at running back. I mean, this guy was just running all over the place, making people miss. He was so quick, and he was breaking ankles. He was. I mean, the dude was so damn fun to watch, man. So, so fun to watch. So many highlights, but he lost so many yards. Uh, at times, put his team's, team in bad situations on the field because of that. Okay, now, you want to tell me about his offensive line, but nobody wants to realize that he actually had a couple of wall pros and three pro bowlers during his time there. Okay. He had Herman Moore as a receiver. He had some good receivers, man. They they actually had a really good, a pretty decent offensive line, a pretty decent offense. Okay? They had a pretty decent offense around him. The problem with the Lions back then, it wasn't their offensive line. It wasn't their receivers. Heck, it wasn't even their defense at most times. It was their, their inability to put a good quarterback in there, a quarterback that would sustain some kind of passing game okay because guys were loading the box on Barry much like we saw them start doing later on with people like DeMarco Murray and, and Zeke was seen for a while recently uh see, he was they were stacking the box but you never had a quarterback that when they would do a play action I mean the guys were already back there we didn't you didn't have a quarterback there in Detroit that can can think to get the ball off quick enough and the coaching there was horrible that's, that was their biggest issue back in the 90s. Detroit had a horrible coaching situation going on there, and they can never get it right. So if you want to talk about offensive lines and all this stuff, you can. But be fair about it, okay? If you're going to start diminishing one player's accomplishments because of the players around him on a championship team, then you all you got to start doing that with everybody. You know, are you going to start telling me that um, – Jerry Rice was only so good because he had Joe Montana or Steve Young? Or are you going to tell me vice versa that Joe Montana was only good because he had Jerry Rice? No. They had great players around those, those Niners teams too. You can look at the Steelers. You know, you're going to tell me that Franco Harris didn't have a freaking great offensive line? I mean, because if you tell me that, I'm not even a Steelers fan, man, and I, I can shoot that one down real quick. You know, he had a great offensive line. All-of-famer Mike Webster was on that you know, on that line, so are you going to give him the credit for what Franco Harris did? John Riggins, you know, the line that he ran behind of with Russ Grimm, you know, and, and Joe Jacoby? No, you're not going to give them the, that credit, are you? Buffalo, O.J. Simpson, man, running behind the electric company, which was, the you know, their their nickname for their great offensive line during that time. You know, and so that's why I'm saying, you know, don't, You don't have to like Emmett. I know most of y'all only want to hate on the dude in the conversation because of the fact that he wore that star on your head. You got to admit that to yourself. You may not admit it to me, but I know most of you, that's why you hate on the man. Okay? He's one of the all-time greats, arguably the greatest of all time. In my opinion, the greatest of all time. But don't diminish any great players' accolades and stats and achievements by trying to give the credit elsewhere. You just, you can't do that, especially with Emmett, man, knowing that you're trying to give credit to an offensive line at that time that didn't have one one Hall of Famer on it. You know, and you're trying to give all the credit to them? I don't think so. Emmett made everybody around him greater. He made the pass game better. He made the offensive line better. He made the job easier for the defense because he was where, you know, he was keeping them rested on the field when he was grinding, wearing offenses, uh, defenses down. Excuse me. So all I'm saying is look, you want to hate the Cowboys I get it you want to hate on Emmett fine but don't hate on the man strictly because of the team he plays for the guy's earned the respect he's earned those accolades he's earned every record that I told you it's all facts okay facts so stop the speculation of what if with Barry Sanders because what if isn't facts that's all opinion all right I'm gonna get up out of here, y'all. I just, I just love messing with y'all on this, man. It's all fun, you know. I love a good debate. I love a good debate. But if you, got, now hit me up on Facebook or Twitter, whatever, man, and, and uh, let me know what you think of this. And if you got your opinion, I respect that. I love hearing other people's opinions because I love a good sports debate. I don't argue, I debate. See, so don't come with this troll stuff and just say, "No, oh, fuck, him. it," you know. You now give me some facts, man. Give me some facts to support your argument. And I can respect that, whether I agree with it or not. We don't have to agree. We can agree to disagree. But bring me some facts, because I debate. I don't argue. One love y'all. I hope y'all have a good rest of your weekend and uh hit me up let me know what you think and uh maybe we can jump right into this into something else next time. It's all one love y'all. Have a good one. i like seek All you gotta do is feed me. Believe man I got a hunger inside. My appetite every y'all never satisfied. Like Houdini disappearing with a ball in my hand. Got my name on their mouth. My jersey up in the stands. So I bob and I weave and I look for the seam. And then I'm gone with the fingers. I laugh at your team. It's the battle him, homie going to bang in the ear when they hear it they gon' know the kings is here when i rock you can call me the King.